Hello and welcome. This is BoomerLife.Live. I'm your host, Dr. Richard J. O'Keefe. Welcome back. It's been a while. For those of you who have missed me, I've missed you too. Yes, I have. It's been a while, yes, and I'd like to wish you all a belated Merry Christmas. I'd like to wish you all a belated Happy New Year with all sorts of good wishes for things coming this year. For some of us, I'd like to wish a belated happy birthday. Yeah, that's a hint. I have had one recently. And another big one, and that's good. Anyone in a vertical position on the top side of the grass is a good one. Since we were together last, there have been so many things that happened. And the single most important is the one I want to spend a few minutes talking about today. It is, or was, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. That's the event that's held in Las Vegas once a year, usually January. I have a poster. The event was called CPM 83. I attended that. Me and maybe two or 3,000 other semi-geeks, and there were probably uh, 100 or so vendors. I think it was Computex. And then... There was so much going on in the consumer electronics world that touched upon the computer and digital world that powers that be put the two together and decided, well, let's make CES such that it includes all of the specifically digital world microcomputer stuff. Because everything as we know it is becoming digitized, either tablet input or more importantly, voice input. We'll talk more about that the next time we get together. That event over the years has, like Moore's Law, exponentially increased year over year. This current January event had approximately 4,500 exhibitors. Those are people who pay to set up and display and talk about whatever it is they're developing. 4,500 exhibitors. The attendee population exceeded 175,000. <laughs> that's, that's a crowd. I believe there was something in excess of 5 million square feet of space being used. It was spread out over numerous venue, convention centers, uh, hotel. It's just, it's all over the place. Of those 4,500, CES now has an app. This is tremendous. I remember attending maybe 12 or 15 years ago. It was starting to grow. It wasn't as big as it is now. However, it was a lot bigger in the early days. And upon registration, we attendees were given a 5 by 7 book of attendees, attendee locations, map, events. That 5 by 7 book probably weighed 4.5 to 5 pounds and had nearly a 1,000 pages in it, and it was really tiny type. Very, very, very small type to squeeze all that stuff in there. Now, CES has created an app that works on a smart device, a smartphone or tablet, and it's absolutely exquisite. It has all of the exhibitors in alphabetical order and in groups, uh, relative contextual groups. There are maybe... 30 of these broad groups and then they narrowed down into smaller groups. I attempted to curate a list that would be most relevant to us, us baby boomers, us seniors, us folks who play with tech, get our toes into it, and I encourage you to immerse yourself in it. And I know for some of you, you're on it. Some of you are a little more reticent, and that's okay. Yeah, we'll get you there slowly but surely. Anyway, I created a list of 19 of these that I thought were most 
worthy of uh, a quick look. I'm not going to address all 19 of them now because I want to keep this under 15 minutes. That would be a physical impossibility. Unless I talked really fast and you listened really fast and neither one of us had accomplished anything. So I'm not going to do it quite like that. There was something called Cam Touch. Oh, I will have these on my blog page. I'll have a link to all 19. Cam Touch is a product that can turn any device, any anything that's projected onto a wall, a door, a screen, it can turn that into a touch device. There's so many times I'm giving presentations to groups and I'm standing in front of an 80-inch plasma display and I'm essentially screencasting my iPad, laptop, or iPhone and I'm touching the screen, the display, the 80-inch display, as if I can do it, like I do it with the tablet or the phone. Well, it doesn't work, uh, because that is not what that TV slash 80-inch display is for. However, this device that CamTouch creates allows anyone to turn any projector or TV screen into an interactive touchscreen. I think that's slick, and I will be on the list to check that out very, very quickly. There's another one that I thought was interesting. Had a horrible name, though. It's a group called Centers for Age Control, Inc. That sounds like, you know, you want to worry when you get to a certain age because age control might come in and decide, hey, you, you're a little too old. Uh, we're going to have to control you. They've developed something called an age meter biomarker scan, and it's going to help us study aging reversal. I look in the mirror and go, who is this old fart? You know, I'm 25 going on 72, and I know what I think and feel, and I think I know what I see, but what I see isn't what I think I feel, or what I know I feel that I see when I think. Got it? There's a super sensor. Somebody told me they absolutely positively do not have a green thumb. They can't grow anything. They want to be sure a plant's going to die, give it to them. Not anymore. There is a device called the Connected Garden. It's one of these Internet of Things devices, and essentially it works by sticking the device in prongs. It looks like a, a, a tube, if you will, prongs in the bottom. You stick the tube into the ground, let it stay there for 24 hours. It samples the soil for any number of different things, different sample subjects, and when finished, it displays a list of things 100% guaranteed to grow in those conditions, i.e. you can't kill plant that you plant from the list in that location. Then to make it even sweeter, once things start to grow, you use the camera on your smart device, take a photo of what you've planted, and there are markers that the developers built into the app that uh, look like little leaves, and they have colors. And along the bottom of your device, you see from say green to red across five or six different markers, six different shades, and the leaves then are transposed onto the plantings that you just photographed with the color of the particular leaf, and when you tap on that, it essentially tells you what it needs, if anything. So here's the, the application with the device that tells you what you can plant in any particular area that's 100% guaranteed to grow and then tells you what those plants need from water to nutrients to, you know, at first I thought it was a bunch of manure uh, and some of the plants might need that depending on what they are. However, I've read about it. I've seen some video demonstrations of it. They call it Archie and it seems to work. 
certainly worth taking a look at. Connected Garden. Remember, these links now I'm going to have on the website. There's another device called a company, Dab Kick. The device is Dabby, and Dabby is a revolutionary, really revolutionary home streaming concept. Uh, see if I can get this right. The streaming things we have now, there are service providers and there are devices, and we have to cross-reference what we want to see with what service makes that available and what does that cost and what device does it use and yada 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 and it's a lot of work and worthwhile. Dabby is a device that apparently plugs into a power source and into the back of your display and you simply simply articulate what you want or who you want to see or listen to or 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 you name it. Dabby goes out to find it, brings it to display. If it's a service with which you have an account, it simply displays it. If it's a service with which you do not have an account, it asks if you want to establish the account to display it, or it just dismisses it. Dabby searches from your verbal choice, your verbal input, searches across everything and makes it available right now. You don't need to know whether it's Amazon Prime or Netflix or Hulu, Dabby does all that and displays it on the screen for you. I need to check that myself before I give it uh, an absolute thumbs up. However, just based on description, if it does what it says it does, it's going to be pretty slick. I got another one called Hey Herbie. Hey Herbie's a platform keeps older adults safe, connected, and above all, happy in their own homes. Now, I don't know how Herbie's going to be able to keep me happy in my own home unless he does some kind of stand-up comedy act. It's just interesting. He's Did I mention it's a social robot with emotional empathy and witty conversational skills? Well, we'll have to see about that. Now, here's one I am definitely looking into. The company's called Nuhira, N-U-H-E-A-R-A, and it's an audio wearables company. And the interesting thing now, there are hearing aids and there are ear pods, and now there are hearing pods. I believe the companies that are developing these are trying to get away from the hearing aid. They're not hide in your ear. They're a little bit bigger, they're a little ugly. They look like a, an ear bud that one would use to listen to music, to listen to and or make phone calls. They also have noise canceling versions of these things. One of the things that I find interesting, particularly now with New Hera, is that they also have built-in acoustic monitoring devices such that it would take an audiologist to perform the kinds of testing these things can do to then adjust themselves to your particular hearing requirements. So they are in fact hearing aids. They do in fact work like earbuds to be able to listen to music, to make phone calls. They are reportedly capable to work with those of us who have tintinitis. That's that hissing or noise that's in the background that's just constantly there. Some people, I am told, can almost not function because this is such an interruption in their day-to-day -day existence. I've had it for so long, it just sounds like cicadas to me. I grew up in Chicago and I hear these summer bugs and essentially I hear them all the time and it's just background noise to me. It doesn't bother me. I'm not aware of missing anything. I don't know what absolute quiet is like. I have my version of what that quiet is like and I'm told that it's not as quiet as real quiet. Well, these things supposedly can do all that. Why I am most excited is I've read and heard 
that the hearing aids with these capabilities cost thousands of dollars, two, three, four, five thousand dollars. New here is earbuds, the new ones, as I read, are retailing for $399 with all of this capability. During CES, and I don't know how long after, they're on sale, pre-order sale, for $319. This is like a no-brainer. If I can try these for $319, have them perform similar to the multi-thousand dollar and let me listen to music and let me phone calls and be noise canceling and somehow cancel out this tinnitus stuff. If it can do all that at that price point, I want a pair. I want a pair to have backups. I'm going to give them a shot. I'm not making a recommendation. I am simply informing you that I am very impressed by what the claim the developers make. I want to test that claim. And then I'll come back and let you know whether or not it's something that I could give a recommendation to. There was a lot of interesting product development introduced at CES 2020. I'll talk more about more the next time we get together. I think I need to stop now. Again, apologize for the gap between the last podcast and this podcast. I'm going to work to tighten up that gap. In the meantime, stay happy, stay healthy, stay on the right side of the grass, and enjoy your boomer life live. If you've got any requests, suggestions, topic suggestions, you can drop me an email, R-O-K-E-E-F-F-E at boomerlife.live. Take care. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. <music>